The Courage to Lead, episode 114. You're listening to the IB4E Coaching Podcast. Brought to you by IB4E Coaching, business coaching for executives, entrepreneurs, and small business professionals. Learn more at ib4e-coaching.com. Hey, Coach Harlan here. Welcome back to the podcast. Hope you guys are having a phenomenal week. Um, I'm having a really great week and I'm excited to introduce you to my guest today. Please help me welcome Naomi Mamie. Having a childhood full of tragedies, Naomi got married young just to have a home. She did not have parents to guide her or have her back. And because of the foolishness of youth, years later, she found herself divorced with four kids, no income, no family to lean on. Naomi had to turn to her creativity to start a business. People laughed when she proposed to start the Naomi Mamie design firm, but instead of letting that bring her down, she used that to fuel, to propel herself ahead and prove them wrong. Naomi pushed herself hard to get to the top of the design world. She did her first few projects free of charge to get her name out there. A good reputation, one referral came after the next, and she never had to advertise. With a specialty in healthcare, Naomi travels across the United States designing hospitals, rehab centers, assisted living centers, drug rehab centers, and corporate offices. There is no single designer with as many projects to their name. Today, years later, Naomi is considered a leader in the field and constantly gets asked by beginning designers for advice or to watch her work. Naomi spends endless hours with them, setting them up to start businesses of their own. Naomi is the epitome of that motto, a true leader creates more leaders. Naomi, welcome to the show. Thank you. This is awesome. I, I love the whole thing about, hey, I'm going to do this. And the more people say you can't, the stronger you go, the further right. you go. That Other people, let it, let, they let it bring them down. Yeah. You know, uh, you could react two different ways. You could, you know, you could say like, you know what? They're right. I can't do this. Yeah. Or you could say, I'm going to show them and, <laughs> exactly. and fight with all your might to succeed. Exactly. Yeah. Somebody once said, you know, like people throw bricks at you where you can let those bricks injure you or you could use those bricks to build, you know, your palace. Right. So Mm -hmm. that's awesome. Very cool. All right. I want to talk about uh, how you got your start, all the things you've done, the amazing buildings you've you've helped uh, design and and, uh, just everything. But before we get started, I've got 10 questions that I want to ask. These are questions I ask every one of my guests uh, from the TV show Inside the Actor's Studio. Um, where the host James Lipton asks these questions of his guests from Hollywood TV film stage. And I figure if they're good enough for the Hollywood elite, they're certainly good enough for my guests. So Naomi, if you're ready, I've got 10 questions for you. Go ahead. Question number one, what is your favorite word? Word? Oh, I don't know if I have one. You know, always, uh, I remember my English teacher, Mrs. Boyanju. She always used to say, my favorite word is gossamer. So and every time I read a book, every once in a while, I read very often, but every once in a while that book appears and I'm like, yeah. Mrs. Boyandrew's favorite word. <laughs> I didn't know people have a favorite word. Perfect. All right. What's your least favorite word? Oh my gosh. Um, my least favorite word. Oh, I, I, I wouldn't even have, uh, 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 I don't even know. Hmm. I don't even know. Uh, actually, it's not even it's not even a favorite word. It's just let's say uh, uh, my teenage daughter, uh, all her sound effects every time I ask her to do something. 
<laughs> That'll work. That'll work. Absolutely. Um, what turns you on? Um, so seeing somebody like myself, uh, and I get become so proud that builds something from nothing. I'm like, oh, good for them. You know, Absolutely. I'm so it gets me so happy and excited. I'm like another one of us. <laughs> Absolutely. Good job. Uh, what turns you off? Ooh, lazy people. <laughs> yeah. Laziness, laziness. There's so much to do and there's so much to accomplish. You know, and so little so, time. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and there's people like doing nothing, just, just have no goals, have, have no ambition. And um, it just makes me sad because mm. one person can change the world. Yeah. So. Absolutely. All right. Question five. What sound or noise do you love? Mm. Well, uh, I live now in the country. I was born and bred in busy Brooklyn. And all you see here is honking and fire engines and ambulances. And now I live more upstate. So now every morning I get woken up by, I'm a light sleeper. I get woken up by birds chirping. And it's, it's a beautiful way to, uh, to wake up. Nice. And what sound or noise do you hate? Ooh. <laughs> sound or noise I hate. Wow. Uh, I don't know. Let's get back to it next. Okay. We'll come back. <laughs> All right. Question seven. What is your favorite curse word? So the thing is, I do not curse. I okay. think it's very not classy. So I, 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 I hardly, you'll hardly ever hear a curse word coming out of my mouth. I don't think it's ladylike. So very cool. No, I, I don't, I'm not a big cursor myself. <laughs> Some people, yeah, that's like a, a, a comma. It's like a space for them. You know, yeah. they throw these yeah. words. No, in. It's, yeah. it's, I don't know. I just think it's low class. I think it's, it's more refined to keep your speech clean. Great. Perfect. Good deal. All right. Question eight, what profession other than your own, would you like to attempt? Haha. <laughs> um, well, I always wanted to be a, a dance choreographer. When I was younger, I wanted to be the next Paula Abdul or choreograph, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, Broadway shows. I was very into uh, dance growing up. So, um, but when I was divorced with four kids, I didn't think I can mm. uh, go into flamenco dancing. <laughs> uh, so I had to pick the next best. Uh, <laughs> next best next town next best talent something tells me though if you went into flamingo dancing you'd probably be <laughs> great at it so all right question nine what profession would you not like to do hmm you know it's not even a profession what i would not like to do i i, I don't and i don't I still today i don't know how people do it like uh firing people or letting uh, people go from a job i yeah. i just i don't have the heart for it i don't think i'd ever be able to do it yeah, that's yeah, tough. Yeah. All right. Question 10. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Ooh. <laughs> well, uh, 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 hmm. well, besides welcome, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I, I'm hoping he has a good spot for me because I, I try my entire life is is just based around helping people i that's what i'm constantly doing on a constant basis day and night always always helping people um whether it's with uh money or whether it's driving somebody to the hospital or 
or helping somebody start a business of their own. I am, I am, I guess I'm a magnet to that. People know who to call because I never say no. That's awesome. So. No, very cool. Yes. I'm sure you'll get a welcome. All right. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about uh, your early <coughs> years, how you got started, how you decided to start your own design firm and uh, some of the amazing buildings you've worked on and kind of what else is next. All right. Yeah. So we'll talk about all of that and more right after this. So listeners stick with us. Imagine having a trusted group of CEOs at your disposal. Imagine having your very own peer advisory team who could work you through the problems and questions in your business before you had to make those difficult decisions. Imagine you had a group of advisors that had your back and met for the sole purpose of making you successful in your business. What would you be able to accomplish then? Well, you don't have to imagine anymore. You can have that and more when you join my Business Success Mastermind Group. Join my Business Success Mastermind Group today. Learn more at ib4e-coaching.com forward slash mastermind. All right. And I am back with my guest, Naomi. Mamie, thank you again for being a guest on the podcast. Thanks for sure. agreeing to be here. I know how busy you are and stuff like that, um, but I just loved your story. I mean, just an amazing story to come basically you've built an empire without having to go through all the schooling and all the stuff. You just had the design eye and created your own firm, right? Right. Right. I've had no schooling in design. So, but I was always very creative uh, and I learned along the way. And I feel like um, successful people don't think that they know it all. They're still, they're constantly learning. They constantly yes. want to know more. So even when I'm on like a, on a project, I will always ask, let's say the, the, you know, the plumber or electrician, like, why are you doing it this way and not that way? Because I just want to learn. I just want to know more and more and more. Um, so I think it's, you know, a, a constant process of just gaining knowledge I, along the way. Um, uh, you know, I have a lot uh, up here, but there's still so much more to learn out there. Yeah. And those people that say, I know everything already, I, you know, you got to feel sad for them. Right. You know, the they've got that, that close. I'm not striving for more. Exactly. Yeah. I'm a lifelong learner. I love travel because I learn a lot from traveling. I love reading. I love documentaries. We love watching films from different, you know, countries and different time periods and everything like that. Cause I want to learn. Same time. Me thing. too. <laughs> Me Same too. We, we get along great. Exactly. <laughs> Perfect. Um, so you had a, a rough childhood, I take it, from mm. your, your bio. You talked about how rough that was. Um, I don't want to go into a lot of detail unless you're comfortable with it, but sure. did, is that where some of your creativity came from? Um, no, I wouldn't. I would say that's where more of my drive came from okay. to succeed. But um, my uh, creativity, I think, was uh, hereditary because uh, my father and my grandfather, they were all in the garment industry and, okay. and they used to bring home samples of, uh, of lace and fabrics and I used to play around with them. I didn't own a sewing machine, so I used to, but I we used to have this tub full of safety pins. So I used to safety pin stuff and make myself like uh, play clothes out of them, nice. just out of safety pins, keeping everything together. I really back then was uh, uh, using my creativity and just scraps that I had around the house. Um, but I, I think um, having nobody 
at such a young age, just uh, had to, I had to go out on my own and I had to strengthen myself. You know, I had to become an adult real young. Yeah. So I, I, it's, it's sort of like I had no, I had no choice in the matter, but um, it toughens you up. Life toughens you up. I, uh, I had so many uh, cancer patients in my immediate family, you know, watching them get sick and, 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 and cancer is not like, you know, when you lose somebody in a, in a, let's say in a car accident or something, it's a grueling death. It's, it, it's, it's not instant. It's long and it's painful and it's drawn out and you're watching somebody suffer. Yeah. And I watched like six family members uh, die of cancer. So mm. um, yeah, it kind of, it kind of changes you. Yeah. It, I, how could it not? Right. Mm -hmm. And so you got married young. Yeah. So I rushed to get married at 19 because I just wanted already a home of my own. I was like a displaced person. I, I lived a little bit by one grandparent and then they got sick. So then I switched to the other grandparent. And I, I was like, all I was not, I didn't have a stable home. So I, I wanted that so badly that I, I, I rushed into a marriage when I was young, just for that uh, stability. Yeah. 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 That so. happens. But then you found yourself divorced and you said, you know what? I can't just sit here. I've got to mm. do something. Yeah. Exactly. Now, most people would go and say, hey, I'm just going to go get a job. I'm going to go to Walmart. I'm going to be a cashier. I'm going to go here and cut hair. I'm going to do this. And you decided, no, I want to use my design skills. Tell me about that. Right. So I wanted to be my own boss because I still had four little kids and I wanted to be able to juggle my hours. And I, I encourage whoever I can to, to, be business, to be their own bosses and open businesses of their own because there's nothing like freedom, especially for a woman that uh, needs to juggle uh, you know, a household, let's say uh, preparing dinner for a husband or for children and, and laundry and doctor's appointments and dentist appointments. If, you're, if you, you, you have so much flexibility, if you're your own boss and you're able to, to run a home and schedule people according to, the, you know, according to your life at that time. Yeah. Um, so there's nothing like it. And I try everybody I can that I see like miserable in a nine to five job. I say, you know, go out and you already have the experience. Open your own, you know. Yeah. Don't be scared to be that person's competition. There's a, there's room for more out there. So, um, yeah, there's always room for more. I, I ran into a, cause I'm a business coach. I ran into another business coach at a, a networking event and, and we were talking and he said, well, you know, I don't want to get into your space. It's like, what space? He goes, well, I'm a business coach too. And I said, so there are 7 billion people in the world. How many of them do you know? And he goes, well, not that many. I said, don't worry about it. There's plenty to go around. Right? right. There's plenty to go around. You have to have that mindset of abundance rather than scarcity. Exactly. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And people, and they shouldn't be scared of competition. That's another, yeah. it's another uh, uh, problem uh, people face, yeah. you know? Yeah. There's, the competition there's... keeps you sharp. Oh yeah. Right? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Very cool. Yeah. So what was the first building you helped design? So my first, my first, uh, my first project was actually a restaurant okay. and, and I, I, I don't, I don't think I charged for it. And, um, he took a risk on me, but people have a very hard time saying no to free, yeah. <laughs> free design. Yeah. Um, so 
and from then he was so thankful. So I didn't get paid, but he really opened uh, a lot of doors for me because he called all his friends. He's like, Hey, I have a great designer. She did just, you know, she just did a, a fabulous job for me. And like that it's, it's spiraled out, you know, and mm -hmm. then his friend was happy and his friend gave out, you know, if you leave uh, customers happy, mm -hmm. then you're, you're bound to get a referral. And that's what I, I that's, all my work is just from referrals. So, you know, one good word brings, brings another project, brings another, it's like a ripple effect. Yeah. So you have to always watch your reputation. Um, so I always try to leave each project with a little extra, with uh, do a little more. Uh, so, you know, if, if they're paying me for a hundred dollars worth, you know, I give $150 worth, I always do a little more. So, you know, they, leave, they feel special. Sure. And uh, I think uh, it, it takes you, uh, you know, it takes you places that drop extra instead of being like, oh, no, you know, you only paid me for this and this and this. You know, you're asking me now for something extra. Let me let me charge you more. That little extra at the end, you know, let it pass. It's yeah. let, let it go. And it's it's going to do you good. Sure. Anytime you can add value. And that's what I, I try to tell a lot of my clients, you know, an electrician, an electrician is an electrician is an electrician right? Everybody's doing essentially the same thing. Add value. What else can you do to add value? Hey, while I'm here, let me do this for you. Mm -hmm. That little thing is going to keep you in their mind and they're going to remember you and they're going to refer you, right? So do that little extra. That's awesome. Yeah. So the restaurant, um, when you go into a restaurant, are, are you, are, sometimes you're going into a blank space and you can kind of do it from, from your own. Sometimes you're looking at what they have there and seeing what works or what doesn't work, right? Mm -hmm. What is your model? How do you how do you normally do this when you go in to design? Uh, okay, well, well, first I look at um, demographics. So, so let's say somebody bought an old restaurant, want to you know uh, wants to freshen it up and give it a whole new look. Uh, again, I have to see who they're catering to, who they who who they're trying to bring in. Is you know, first of all, who lives in the area? Uh, yeah. You know, I, I don't want to. If 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 you know, it's if it's a, you know, um, if it's a simple, you know, country bumpkin kind of, uh, 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 you know, suburb, then I have you know, I have to make it warm and friendly. Or is it in New York City where it has to be really high line because you got you know people really on top of their game coming yeah. so it's it really it very much has to do with the surroundings and who the client is that's very important i actually um i did uh i did a uh, an assisted living home in maryland and the, the people right away when they hired me they're like oh please don't do it like that place a few blocks away you know uh, so a, a New York designer, I'm also a New York designer, but she, she designed it for New York. And she, they said to me like, oh, the people over there, they're, they, they, they're complaining that it's so cold. It's, mm -hmm. There's no country warmth to it. You know, like she didn't even pay attention to where it's going. You, you can't plug in something that you would do in New York City and put it in, in Maryland, yeah. you know, in, in, in the countryside. It just doesn't go. And the people there, you know, they, they were looking for something cozy, homey, warm. They weren't looking for a stark whites. It's completely different. Um, yeah. The demographic and you need you need to pay attention 
to your clientele and your, you know, your surroundings, sure. which, which was some girls um, fail to do. They, uh, a lot of, a lot of other designers, they, they, they're designing now just for social media. You know, mm -hmm. they want to post it on, you know, Instagram and everyone to say, wow, you know, but it doesn't, it doesn't belong right. where it's going. They're doing it selfish reasons for themselves because they want to post it, but you know, something fabulous, but really everyone over there needs a completely different feel. Yeah. Now, do you have ideas for designs in your mind that you go in with, or do you wait and kind of get a feel for the building? No, I wait. I have a, a feel awesome. for the building. I'm awesome. going in blank. And also, um, I want to hear the vision of, of the owner mm -hmm. and, and make it come to life because, yeah. you know, uh, some people, you know, uh, they just do what they want. And then at the end, when the product is finished, the owner's like, well, what is this? You know, I want to, I, I try to get, you know, their feedback as much as I can, what, what they envision the space to become and look like. Sure. And I follow their lead. So people are like, oh, what's, what style do you follow? You know, what style do you design? I, I don't design any style. I design the style yeah. of, what you know what my client wants yeah. it's i don't have any certain particular uh you know style that i just stick to and i think that's where people go wrong is they're comfortable in i don't know victorian and they want to do everything victorian it's like mm -hmm. well that's fine but if that doesn't fit the area if it doesn't fit the building if it doesn't fit the uh the clientele why would you do something like that right right hmm and then how did you transition into the, the hospitals and rehab centers? Where did that come from? So um, it was actually that restaurant guy that connected me to one of his friends that was in healthcare. And from there, it kind of took off. At, at the beginning, I, I took any, you know, you're starting off, you're taking any job you, that comes your way. So I took residential and commercial. And I came to see that um, I have no patience, <laughs> no patience for indecisive women. I, I started to do a house I, I, every, every, every Monday and Tuesday, they would change their mind. Like, I'm so happy we finished the bathrooms. And then they would come to me and say like, oh, well, my sister said I should change it. My mother doesn't like the blue tile we picked up. Like we were, we were good. We were happy. We were done with all the bathrooms. Now you're listening to like other people's opinions and it, it, it you know, like, and, and it was just going in circles and circles and circles. I said, I said to myself, you know what? I, this residential is not for me. <laughs> I'd rather work on corporate offices and, and healthcare facilities and medical centers. And, you know, the project just flows. It, it, it just, it starts and it finishes. To yeah. me, residential was just, there was no end. There yeah. was just no end in sight. So. Well, looking at your website and just scrolling through all of the different buildings and, and things that you've worked on, it's just amazing. Is there one that really stands out to you? One or two that really stand out? You're really proud of? Hmm. They're all my babies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, they'll call me for something like, you know, like uh, uh, something that they want to add on <laughs> years later. And I'll be like, you know, like, and I, I, I will, I will you know, like really put my whole heart in it's my baby. So like it's years later, but I still want it to look good. I still care about it. So if they want to add some sconces somewhere, 
you know, like I'm I, like I'm I'm happy to do it. I put my time into it. You know, I'm uh, you know I don't even charge him for it because it's my baby and I want it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know. So uh, so I, I just it's just they all. I, I really put my whole heart and soul into all my all my projects. It's not I I don't I I don't at this point I don't work for the money. I work because I really enjoy it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the other thing you enjoy is working with new designers, right? Beginning designers that are starting to come out. Where do you, where do they find you? Do they find you online? And, and I don't know to? how they find me, they, but they do. <laughs> um, they call me. I, I have girls not stop calling me um, because I, I guess word, word got out that I am happy to help. And they come here, they watch me work. I, I train them. I set them up with uh, vendors, with samples. I, I, I spend endless hours with, with them. I don't charge them for this. I do this out of the goodness of my heart because I, I, I want to see someone else also succeed. Sure. So um, so that's uh, part, uh, part, part of me, of, of, of constantly uh, giving back and also not being afraid of competition. Uh, and uh, I want to seeing other people succeed where other people, uh, you know, are, are scared to give over their information that's all stored in their brain uh, to, to, to anyone else because they think it's going to take away from them. Exactly. So I feel that what, what, what you give out comes right back to you. So if I am helping others, goodness will come back to me. I feel like it's a, a, this world is a, a circle. Yeah. What you put out returns. Awesome. Yeah, I used to work with a guy at Lockheed Aircraft years ago. He was a craftsman. Just the work that he put out was amazing. And I watched him and watched him. And I asked him one day, could you show me how to do that? He said, absolutely not. Like, why not? And he goes, it took me 17 years to learn this. I'm not just going to give it away. It's like, it's not going to diminish you at all. Right. <laughs> you know? right. I've right. never understood that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's, 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 it's funny you said that. that um, there was a, the, the, there's a girl in my high school class that she's famous for her banana bread. And I, 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 and you know what? And I once asked her for, for the recipe and she didn't want to give it. And I was so shocked. I, 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 I was like, why is going to make her? I, I don't know. I, I just, I, I don't understand. I know, it. but in those little communities, it's like, that's what they're known for. And now if you start baking it too, it takes some of the shine. My aunt yeah. used to give recipes out to people, but she'd forget she would leave off one of the ingredients. So yours never quite tasted as good as hers. <laughs> you know, I know it's all a game. It's all a game. Yeah. So like I said, I'm just looking through all these different places that you've worked all over the country, literally all over the country. Are, do you do a lot of work remotely or do you go on site for a time? How, do, how does that it's, work? Oh, it's all, I, go, I go on site and I... Um, for example, I was in Alabama yesterday. So nice. I go and I take videos and photos of the entire place. Okay. So I just, I really need to be at a healthcare facility. It'll take me two hours to walk through together with my, with my iPhone recording mm -hmm. the whole place. And then I come back and go to my workroom and work off of those, uh, off of those, off of those videos and off of those pictures. Nice. So I will go to, uh, Nebraska and Oklahoma, literally for two hours and fly right back. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's tiring. Yeah. I guess, I guess, 
But I, you know, like you said, you kind of have to be there to get the feel of everything. When you come back, do you use a a software package or do you do everything uh, by hand? Do you draw it all out? How do you work? I, 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 no, no, everything, everything is, everything's by hand. Everything, the good old fashioned way. Yeah, no software package. I put everything, I have a workroom with thousands of samples. Everything, everything is actually felt and match together and you know i i make design boards you know for meetings of actual samples not you know a lot also um i want the client to see the fabric that they're getting to to, you know to see in actuality what it looks like and not uh, i find sometimes even renderings like they at least they're very fake and they give like a false a false image and things don't when they don't come out that way uh, it could be very disappointing for the owner you know it's 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 uh you know like i sometimes i see uh i see renderings of place like that that an architect uh, did and the you know just making the making like uh, making a booklet and making for the owner making it look so grand with tall 12 foot high ceiling in actuality the ceilings are eight foot high he, and he made these he makes right. make these pictures to like to sell you know it's it's that's not you're fooling people i don't think it's yeah. so honest so um yeah i know they do that in uh, model homes sometimes they'll use a three-quarter size furniture to make the rooms look a lot bigger and then when you get in there and you put your stuff in you can barely move around right. you know yeah right, right. and yeah. i don't I, I don't i don't i don't think that's fair no. and i don't think that's honest so Heck no <laughs> yeah so do you have people working with you or for you? Yes. Uh, so I, me, I design everything myself, Okay. Uh, but this, I, 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 but I do, I do have uh, somebody doing my drawings for me Okay. because it's just, this is, it's, uh, it's way, uh, yeah. <laughs> way too much. So, but, but I, 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 people are like, oh, why don't you take like, you know, underlings to design, you know, the projects. I don't know if it's it's just my personality, but I feel like if they're paying for me, it needs to be me. I can't, I, I if, if, you know, I, I don't think it's fair if I'm going to, uh, if they're going to be paid for me and I'm giving, an intern is doing the, doing the project, yeah. or, you know, one of these girls that I'm trained, it's, it's just not, it's just not, it's just not right. Yeah. My personality, <laughs> other, other people have huge staffs, you know, but sure. I like to be in control over the main over the you know the main design and the main materials that are going in to a project. Also, so also when, when contractors call me with questions or I need a review, I know what the answers are. You know, right. so you know as opposed to oh wait hold on let me ask her. You know, so yeah. I'm very I, I I like to be very hands on. But that limits you, doesn't it? I mean, you're traveling 200, 300 days a year yes. almost. And it, 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 so once or twice a week I'm traveling. Um, it's it you know. Right now, my kids are all out of the house, so I do work. Uh, I am able to juggle it because I work crazy hours. I, I'm up at six in the morning. Uh, I go to sleep after eleven every night, and um, I, I don't. I, I when as opposed to when you know each each woman has different stages of their kids. Now they're all when they were little. I was not able to do. You know, I really had to juggle, and it took me longer to finish projects. Now that everyone's out of the house, I just pound things out once it's quiet here no nice. but nobody's interrupting me i'm able to like really uh concentrate on projects and just uh, pull out one after the next after the next nice 
Very cool. Have you ever gone into designing your own furniture, your own pieces? Um, my own actual furniture pieces. Yeah. Well, I, what I what I do requires me to in healthcare. Um, I am required to create my own furniture pieces. Meaning, let's say a, a, a couch uh, for for healthcare. Mm-hmm. A couch, when you're going to buy a couch, it's either, let's say, all vinyl or all leather or all fabric. Now, in all these healthcare facilities, um, let's, say if I, let's say if I would have all, all vinyl, I, it needs to be washable and wipeable, okay? True, true. Yeah. So, but let's say I had all vinyl or all leather, let's say, vinyl is definitely uh, more durable. I don't do, I don't do leather. Um, let's say I'd have all vinyl couches and club chairs. They would all end up being one solid color with no life to them. So they don't make the mix. You have to, you have to go to custom furniture. You have to create them yourself where yes. I could have the arms in fabric and the seats, which usually get dirty in healthcare mm-hmm. facilities, the seats in the vinyl to be able to be bleach cleanable. Nice. So, because what, what, what I want, what, if I want some pattern, some excitement in a room, I, I, I can't, it's, it's either all fabric with patterns or all vinyl. I can't, there it really is, they don't make that mix where I just have just a, wa- a washable seat. So nice. I'm actually creating, I'm taking all these, I'm taking all these fabrics and I'm adding, you know, a bleach cleanable uh, <laughs> seats nice. to them. I'm creating furniture pieces that don't even that don't even exist. Very so because cool. I, I want I want a little pizzazz and excitement in the room as yeah. as opposed to all vinyl seating everywhere. I, I would end up with like completely beige or completely gray room. Yeah. At least I have a little yeah. excitement there. Well, exactly, and especially at the 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 rehab centers and assisted living centers, you don't want drab. I mean, exactly. these people are, this is their life right now, right? You want them to, to feel good in these spaces. Is it mainly the common rooms or you do the, the entire facility? The entire facility, the wow. entire facility. I, so that's why I, 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 I very much like to do artwork in all these facilities because the people are stuck indoors all day. Mm-hmm. I try the artwork throughout all the hallways. I try to bring in outdoor images. Let's say, let's say you walk down the hallway, you either have like birds or a bunch of different birds, photo, uh, photography, or let's say uh, uh, in another, uh, let, let's say in the dining room, I would do butterflies or, you know, in another room, I do just, you know, different orchids or uh, I've done, you know, fish, <laughs> you wow. know, um, so I, because they're stuck at, at, they don't see the outdoors. Yeah. So I try to bring the outdoors yeah. inside. Awesome. And then do you do those, those paintings and photos or do you contract I out? Pick, no, I, I pick each and every, I pick, let's say on Getty images or Shutterstock, mm-hmm. I pick every single image wow. that I want. I want on canvas or framed. I pick the frame. Nice. <laughs> I pick the frame, silver or gold, you know, yeah. hammered, whatever, whatever. I pick the frame and I pick the actual, all the images going into into the, wow. that facility. Yeah. It's, a, it's very, it's very time consuming. So that's why, yeah. like you see all my heart goes into it. No, no, that's great though. A lot of heart, a lot of thought, you know, yeah. I can see why you say these are my babies, right? Exactly. You've done all of it. That's <laughs> awesome. So uh, courage, 
most people, like I said, when they find themselves in certain situations, they curl up in a little fetal ball in the corner and just say, you know, this is all there is. I can never hope for anything more. And they just kind of give up. You didn't. Where did that courage come from? Well, um, for many years, I, I did not have that courage. For many years, I just like wallowed in sorrow and like, uh, life is so unfair. Why me? You know, for for years and years, I used to, my joke was I used to cry to air supplies songs all day. (laughs) (laughs) I saw them in concert twice. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I could sing them all backwards by now. Exactly. So, so, um, and then one day I, I, you know, I saw it wasn't getting me anywhere. Um, I kind of read up one day how people's lives changed from thinking positive to changing your mindset to positive. So um, I kind of tried it out (laughs) to see if it was a bunch of hogwash or not. And, um, and, you know, I started being thankful for all that I do have. And I, I I just started thinking instead of just, you know, like uh, uh, instead of like, why me? I, so like, you know, why not me? It had to, I, I, it, it had to happen to, for me to become the person I am today. I, I would be, you know, like uh, I had a coddled, spoiled childhood uh, till, until my mother got sick, until I was 10 years old. Um, I, I, I don't, I, I, my life would probably turn out completely different. Um, you know, had not she uh, died and, and, you know, all the others afterwards. Um, So I came to understand that everything happens for a reason. I I will not understand why at the time, you know, sometimes you understand it, you know, it'll be years later, it'll be two weeks later, but, um, but there is, there is a reason why you're going through the hardship. But the thing is not to let it get you down, to just pull yourself back up. You know, we all, life throws us all these curveballs. Yeah. It's just, you know, like you want to cry, cry. Okay. Just then, you know, but you know that the next morning, that's it. You know, yeah, <laughs> sure. you're, you're, you're pulling yourself back up and that, and that's, and that's key. And that's absolutely. Key. But uh, did you witness that in your family? Did you see somebody doing that and say, Hey, if they could do it, I can do it. No. So <laughs> everyone, oh. everyone passed away. There was nobody to watch. Yeah. Do that. No. Uh, well, you know, uh, my, my, <laughs> both my, both my grandfathers were very successful were after the war with nothing, no family. And, you know, they, they, they built themselves up. Um, but, but uh, me, myself, what kind of one day inspired me was I saw on, uh, on, um, on Facebook one day, uh, it popped up what somebody from high school, like, Oh, you may know this person, you know? So, and, and it was somebody from high school and there was a professional picture and I was so intrigued. I clicked on it. I was like, and then all these accomplishments of his, you know, popped up. I I was, I I was shocked. I was like, he's so young. He did all that. How did he, and I I was embarrassed for myself that I, I, I have nothing on my list. I accomplished nothing, nothing. And, and look at him. So I kind of said to myself, you know, like I always tell everybody, pick a mentor, 
you know, somebody that you could relate to, somebody from your town, your city, your high school, not, not somebody far out, you know, somebody that succeeded, someone in your, in your sphere that succeeded. Um, and, and, and keep them in your mind as, as your mentor, you know, that if they can do it, you can do it too. So I told myself, I said, he said, I'm, I'm, I'm going to become as great as him and even greater, you know? So, Excellent. So, yeah. So <laughs> I, 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 you know, <laughs> he, has, he has no idea who, <laughs> Yeah, there's no idea that he inspired me, but you know, I I, I hope to. I, I don't know all your listeners. I hope to inspire somebody too. Absolutely. Oh, how yeah, like I said, just going out to your website and looking at all the things you've done, all the projects you've you've put together and stuff. It's just it's amazing. You've done a lot of them here in Georgia too, which is really cool. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna go back out and look at those, and uh, I'll put some links down in the in the show notes. Um, if I was to bump into any of your your proteges, the the people you're mentoring and coaching and stuff like that, any of the people that work for you, uh, help support you and stuff. And if I ask them what type of leader you are, what do you think they tell me? What kind of leader are you? <laughs> giving selfless, <laughs> yeah. giving selfless, uh, um, I, I, I definitely, um, I definitely am uh, sympathetic, empathetic, uh, and, um, and good to the world. I really am. Yeah. yeah. Those are good traits. Absolutely. I mean, love that. And I'm sure your, your students, your, uh, your, uh, what, yeah. what do you call them? Your, your, your trainees, your, your mentees? <laughs> I, I guess so. My trainees, yeah. um, you know, they, they, you know, like they, they they've knocked on other doors and and people you know like not we're not as as welcoming you know as as i was people are are scared that it'll take away from themselves and i i think i my mindset is just the opposite so um and i i i feel a real leader creates more leaders yes so um, and that's our job as leaders there are plenty of followers. We don't need any more followers. We need stronger leaders. We need leaders to, to step up. And that's really the way to do it is to find somebody who says, you know, I may not have the skills, but I've, I've got the drive. I want it, you know? And if you can find those people, you can launch them, you know? Right. And, awesome. why not? And, and why not? And why not? Yeah. yeah. And why not? Good job. Mm-hmm. So what's next for you? I mean, you can't keep doing this traveling, you know, hundreds of days a year and stuff. Um, what's what's next what are you gonna do you know um i i I, i'm coming well i just now i'm i'm uh i i'm starting us this week actually i'm starting to uh teach a design course nice um a college class uh, but but i'm thinking bigger than that um i do i want to maybe start a design show or even like a inspiration show I, I i very much want to show people um that you can become uh something from nothing and i i i, I toy with the idea in my head of uh of such a kind of show to to prove to people yeah. you know that that they should get out of their parents basement and uh, follow that dream <laughs> it's of a theirs. good start yes absolutely <laughs> absolutely you know you just want because the 
the, the problem I find with, with a lot of the younger generation is that um, they get told no once, like they, they get rejected from, 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 you know, from a job application or, and they, and they get completely turned off, mm-hmm. you know, um, the, where the older generation, they're programmed to, you know, try again, try again, keep at it, keep at it. Uh, they're too easy. They give up too easily. So, but the thing is, they don't understand that, that the reason why, you know, the job didn't, you know, go through is because there's something better out there for you, you know, a better fit Mm -hmm. for you. So they let it get, they let the rejection get them down. And this is what I, this, I did this in the beginning also. There's so many times I cried that I didn't get the job. And then I found out afterwards, you know, God saved me from a nightmare contractor, a real <laughs> nasty guy. Yes. And, and I had, and I would have no idea at the time. And I'm crying that I didn't, I didn't get the project. Yeah. And, and, and at the end, it was meant to be, you know, I was saved from yeah. that. And it was no, that crazy. happens. Absolutely. People get discouraged. They think right. that that's the end. They told me right. no, so I must not be good enough. It's like, right. no, they didn't recognize your talent. Right. So that's on them. No, but, but somebody else is going to see it. Fit. There is somebody always else, yep. a better fit. There's a reason why yep. it didn't go through. There's something better out there for you that you that didn't that didn't arrive yet. You know, <laughs> it's it's you know you, yeah again power of positivity. The right Absolutely. job is coming. I tell people also the right man is coming. The right <laughs> job is coming. Just hold on. Yep. It's it's on its way. You know the, the, the something that's meant for you. You know maybe the, this other person needed the money right now more than you, so mm. that's why that job went to them. Yeah. You know, so there's there's you know just like a little patience. But and don't lower your bar though. If this is right. what you want, hold out for that. Right. Don't don't just settle. Right. Right. Go for you what have, you want. It's believing. It's yeah. it's coming. The right one. The right thing is on its way. It's coming, and not to get discouraged from that rejection. Awesome. Very cool. Good stuff. Hey, question number six. We need to get back to question number six. Oh, no. Noise. Question number six is what is what sound or noise do you hate? Oh, uh, you know what? The the, uh, lawnmowers here when the guys (laughs) come on the weekends when I'm trying to sleep a little bit past six. Yeah. And he comes here with his crew waking me. So, yeah, they usually, the minute I get on camera is when they start right outside the window. I don't know how they know, but they know. Yeah. I'm with you. Very cool. Anyway, this has been great. Um, If people want to get in touch with you, they want to, I'll I'll put a link to your website definitely out there. But if people want to get in touch with you and follow what you're doing, how's the best way to do that? Right. So my contact is on my, uh, my website, on my Instagram, Naomi Mamie design dot com or on Instagram, the same with the same name. Um, they can reach out to me if they need a little encouragement (laughs) or if they have any questions or if they want to get into the design field, I'll guide them gladly. Excellent. And are you looking for anything special when you find those young designers that say, Hey, I really want to do this. Is there anything special you're looking for? If I, you know, that I'm looking for, that little, uh, that little spark <laughs> that, yeah. that I find in myself, you know, that, that drive, that spark that, um, you know, like I, I am, I am not going to fail no matter what <laughs> I'm going to keep going and keep going until I succeed. You know, that's, that's what, um, that's what they need to make it in this world. Absolutely. Yeah. Excellent. Good job. 
Naomi, thanks again. Thank you for agreeing to be on the podcast. This has been a lot of fun. And I will, like I said, I'm going to have links in the show notes uh, for people to go out to your to your website. Uh, they definitely have to look at this list of all the different buildings you've been involved in and stuff. It's just, it's amazing. And to think that you did this out of your own creativity, not, you know, with the, the deep schooling and yes. hundreds of thousands of, you know, school loans and stuff like that. Exactly. This is awesome. Very cool. <laughs> good deal. Thank you. All right. Yeah. Listeners, hope you guys have been taking notes. There's a lot of good information here. Uh, definitely check out Naomi and, and the work that she's done. And uh, if you're a young designer and you want to learn from somebody, this is the way to do it. Get out there and learn. All right. Thank Thanks you. again. Listeners, hope you appreciate this episode. If you do, share it with your family, friends, and colleagues. And stick around because there's always more coming. That's it for me. Coach Harlan saying so long for now. <laughs>